This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thanks for being with us today. So today, I want to talk about one of the things that's listed in the Vedic literature, that the Lord possesses the ability to know past, present, and future. Now, the reason I'm bringing this subject up is because we can't. We don't know our past lives. We don't know our future lives. We don't even know the outcome of this life. And we recognize that at the time of death, you change bodies and you don't have any memories from the previous life. But the Lord says in the Bhagavad Gita that he remembers everything that has happened in the past, all that is happening in the present, and all things that are yet to come. And he knows all living entities. So this tells you that the Lord is on the spiritual platform completely. And that he has the capacities we don't. And so this teaches us that for us to use our conception of reality and our conception of life and the duration of consciousness does not apply to the Lord. And so we cannot use our perspective, our point of view, when we try to analyze the Lord and the Lord's activities, characteristics, features, qualities, pastimes, etc., So we're in the situation here in the material world where we're born into a type of delusion. Because by constitution, we are eternal servants of the Lord. But when we take a material body, we end up becoming attached and misidentify ourselves with this bodily incarnation that I belong to this family, I'm a male or a female, that I'm of such and such age or race or color or religion or all of these things that are actually all bodily designations. They're not the designation of the living spirit soul. The designations of the spirit soul is he is an eternally conscious being and he is part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and by constitution he is a servant. He is subordinate to the unlimited Supreme Lord because we are limited individuals. So right here we've identified that we have to adjust our perspective whenever we bring up the subject of the Lord or whenever we analyze what we believe God is saying to me or doing with me or keeping from me or expressing to me or guiding me or however, whichever aspect of one's relationship with God you're looking at, you have to recognize that your point of view is not relative to his point of view. You cannot judge him. You cannot interpret him. You cannot anticipate him. You cannot use your material conceptions that come with birth and develop through education and relativity 
when you're trying to understand the Lord or when you're trying to interact with the Lord. And this is a major stumbling block for many, 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 many people in the material world. Well, God can't do that. Well, God wouldn't do this. Well, God didn't say that. They have no idea of what the Lord would actually do. Because they only can judge it from their relative material condition, their perspective. And their perspective is, by definition, misidentification, a type of delusion. You're not male, female, old, young, this or that, race, creed, color, or religion. That's all the body. You are an eternal servant of God. That's the spirit. So people misidentify themselves. That gives them a misinterpreted perspective. And they try to apply that perspective when they analyze the Lord or their relationship with the Lord. And this causes a lot of problems. There's the concept, an example is, there could be two or three countries or nations or religions or races that are fighting yet in the background they're all going oh God give me victory they believe that their point of view their understanding of what God wants is the right one and they've got God on their side but if you go to the other group or one of the other combatants they have the same concept but they have a different goal. They want a different result. So we find that the different perspectives and the different goals and the different concepts that the individual may have are not indicative, are not applicable, are not enforced upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So what's needed for every individual, you, me, anybody you know, anybody you run into, everybody needs to get a clear perspective of what is the Lord's perspective. Now, I'm not trying to say you can become realized as God. I'm not trying to say you are God. I'm not trying to say anything of that magnitude. But you can have a relationship with the Lord that is either delusional or not delusional. You can understand the Lord in proper perspective. Now, you can't understand the Lord in total because of his vastness versus our limit. But you can understand him in proper perspective. And this is what is required for anyone who wants to achieve perfection in the human form of life and become an eternal servant of God to realize their own divine nature and engage in loving service to the Lord in that proper perspective, proper consciousness. So what we're getting down to here now is that one has to be trained. I mean, let's take a look at it. If it's mathematics, if it's chemistry, if it's sewing, if it's a car repair, if it's computer repair, you have to be trained. Well, I don't think you'll find any subject matter more complex than the mentality and the activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, you have to be trained. The only person, the only individuals who are qualified 
to train you are those that themselves have been completely purified and have realized God in proper perspective. You can't give what you don't have, right? So you can't go to an idiot and expect him to give you a clear understanding of the Lord's perspective. You have to go to a confidential servant of the Lord, who the Lord has chosen to give inside knowledge, an intimate associate, a representative of the Lord, who's been empowered by the Lord, such that he can answer your questions. He can give you this perspective, purely, proper perspective, such that you can count on it, such that you can build your intimate relationship with the Supreme Lord on the knowledge and understanding that this pure, self-realized, empowered representative of God has and is delivering to you selflessly. Now, the issue here is, when you find a person of this quality, you should inquire from them. Maybe they're not what you expect. And maybe you see the physical body they're in. But when you hear them speak, they know so much more than anybody you've ever met that they're able to give you the proper perspective. And you can have faith in them. You can develop respect for them. You can become associated with them and learn from them the intimate side, the most confidential knowledge. One of the chapters of Bhagavad Gita is called the most confidential knowledge. There's knowledge of the absolute and there's knowledge of the living entity and then there's the most confidential knowledge. Now, if we understand this relationship correctly, it means that the Supreme Personality of Godhead knows past, present, and futures. He knows all living entities, including me. And he is very complex, very in-depth, and able to do astonishing things because he's mastered all of the sciences, all of the powers, all of the knowledge that I know a little bit about. He's used his knowledge to create this material manifestation, an astonishing creation that's very intricate. Just look at the um, periodic table. It lists the different elements. And there's oh, hundreds of them. Yet the Lord created all those elements such that they interact correctly and they develop correctly and they produce this manifestation. Now, I don't think you or I or a whole bunch of other people we might know are going to be able to do that. Maybe you can follow up what he's done, but you're not going to be able to sit down and contemplate and create it and manifest it. So the Lord's capacity is unlimited in all of the fields. It's stated in the Vedic literature, the Lord has multiple types of energies and all of them have unlimited potencies. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> If you got two energies and they have unlimited potencies, that's pretty good. But he has an, a vast array of potencies, and they all are unlimited. So what we're talking about here is not matching knowledge, matching consciousness, understanding everything God understands. No. What we're talking about here is understanding our eternal relationship with the Lord. 
Now, we, we can talk about here today, or you can work on it, or what you can read about it, and you can develop the basics. But you're an individual. You're unique. And you have a unique individual relationship with the Supreme Lord. So there's going to be uniquenesses in that relationship, uniquenesses in your point of view, in your realization, in your perspective, in your activities, in every aspect of your existence. So you need to understand how to apply all your uniqueness for the satisfaction of the Lord in your own personal relationship with Him. So using the bodily conception, using the materialistic conception, using our limited conception will not make it. We have to understand the structural basis, the foundation, the principles that these relationships are built upon. Then we can add in all of the uniquenesses that I bring to the table or you bring to the table or many, many, many millions of other living entities bring to the table for giving the Lord individual unique types of pleasure and service. And you don't get that from another person. You can't see that from the materialistic delusional conception of life. You must inquire from a self-realized personality. This is why the Vedic literature and all of the Lord's incarnations and all of the great personalities and all of the ancient kings and sages all accept the spiritual master. Because one can learn the truth because the spiritual master knows the truth. And the spiritual master's duty is to deliver that truth to you without adulteration such that you can build upon it and achieve perfection in your life. The perfection of loving devotional service in a unique fashion for the satisfaction of the Lord. We've talked on our program how one has to raise himself out of selfishness, I mean mine, and come to selflessness, how can I serve you? to be qualified to understand the perspectives we're talking about today. Having a unique individual relationship and having that relationship defined for you by the spiritual master, you can then build upon it by a direct interaction relationship with the Lord. Shri Prabhupada would repeatedly say to his disciples, just go ahead and render your service. Krishna will help you. He will tell you what to do. He had complete faith that you'll figure it out. You'll hear what the Lord wants. You'll see what he's trying to guide you through. You'll see what he wants. And he gives everyone, thereby, empowerment. He teaches you the basic relationship, the basic position, servant and master in general. He teaches you selflessness. He teaches you all the intimate side of things. But he, then he says, in the service that you're given to do, in the service the Lord requests and requires from you, you must have the faith and the focus and the willingness to hear and sense the Lord's presence. 
And the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, as they surrender, thusly I reward them. If you surrender, all right, Lord, guide me. What am I going to do now? How do you, what do you want next? What am I going to do today? It's going to make you happy. And you listen. This is where intuition comes in. This is where a circumstance comes in. Some people call it coincidence. So many different things, gut feeling, so many different things used to describe the Lord's impetus in trying to encourage you to render a particular service right now. And when you come to the platform that you're able to hear and you're able to serve and you've matured in your relationship, you end up in the service of the Lord right now. And again, right now. And now, still and more and ongoing and constantly and you're liberated from the chains of material existence. You're liberated from the delusory conception. You're liberated from the bodily conception, the limited perspective that's built in you by education, society, knowledge, and parental raising. All of it becomes unimportant as opposed to what do you want now? And this builds that unique relationship for you, with you, simultaneously, permanently. And when one reaches this platform, he does not fall down. He then understands the spiritual master's instructions in total. And he then has a heartfelt, deep, loving appreciation for the spiritual master's guidance that got him to this place. That gave him the key, the perspective. Because that's really the issue. You can see an event happen, but if you have the wrong perspective, if you have the wrong understanding, you will misinterpret. But if by the grace of the spiritual master you're given the proper perspective, you see the event in proper perspective, and then its true value is awarded you. Aha, I see what that means. I see what that's for. I see why. And the spiritual master encourages you to develop your relationship. He gives you the understanding about that relationship. But the development of that relationship is your responsibility. You've got to get rid of your selfishness. And you've got to start listening and working and interactively on that relationship so that it grows naturally. I mean, this is a natural thing. You think about the concept of the boy meets girl, girl meets boy. First they see each other, oh, attraction. And they learn about the other person. What's, what's, what's their name? Or where they're from? Or what school do they go to? Or what place do they work at? Or then they learn more about them. They then talk to them. Eventually there's conversation, touching. The relationship becomes full-blown. They want to be together all the time. They enjoy so much the interaction, the communication, the sharing of a variety of things. They're so happy. Fulfillment, happiness, peace, contentment, upliftment. The very same thing happens in your relationship with the Supreme Lord. So you first learn who is the God. What does he want of me? 
How do I serve him? How do I please him? He is so unusual, so amazing, so complex, so complete, so benevolent, so kind, so beautiful, so intelligent, so helpful. Oh my goodness, the attraction grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And your heart becomes enlivened, happy, fulfillment, contentment. Why go back? Once you have something superior, you don't want something inferior again. We all understand that this material life is inferior. We're all suffering unwanted distresses. We're all struggling for just the basics of life. We're all confused today or tomorrow. And we're all in unhappy. Maybe not all the time, but everybody becomes unhappy today or tomorrow, next year, next month, yesterday. And all of these things go away because you're not involved with them. You're involved with the Supreme Lord who is all good, all pure, all kindness, all benevolence. And you're not involved with those other things. You can't be in two places at the same time. So you can get out of all the nonsense and suffering and anxiety and the things that are happening with everybody else by transplanting your attention and your service and your focus on the Supreme Lord's service. And you're not in the suffering category anymore. You're in the bubble of protective devotional service. Wherever you go, this is the concept can go to hell for a heavenly cause can live in hell for for the heavenly reason. So this is where it opens up. And you get this seed, the seed of devotion from the spiritual master. The empowered, self-realized person who has been entrusted with the duty of waking the sleeping souls who are sincerely looking for the solution to their life. That is what the spiritual master is for. He is a servant who's sacrificing any self-interest. Never mind. Let me render this service to the Lord. And he's doing it completely selflessly. And the Lord is completely taking care of him, protecting him, providing him, supporting him, so that he can serve you by delivering you the most confidential knowledge without adulteration such that your seed of devotion is planted in your heart and it can grow until your life, your consciousness, your heart is attached to the lotus feet of the Lord. You're attached to the service of the Lord. You're attached to the kind, benevolent, interactive exchange and loving devotion. And you just can't accept these temporary nonsense as having any value anymore. So... You end up with love for the spiritual master and gratitude. You end up with love for the supreme personality of Godhead and you render service and your life is perfect. And there's no need to have a material body. There's no need to come back. This is the purifying elixir that makes you qualified to return to the spiritual world. There is no birth, death, old age, and disease in the spiritual world. That's only in the material world because it's of the body. There is no effect of these things upon the spiritual body. And every material body is totally subjected by it. 
So this purification we're talking about opens the door to being qualified to render the service you're practicing, you're developing, you're expanding into right now to continue indefinitely in your spiritual body, in the spiritual world, directly in loving relationship with the Lord by the grace of the spiritual master. This is the proper perspective. Your life then has absolutely wonderful potential. Perfection has been achieved. You're not struggling with memory. You're not struggling with the material elements. This opportunity is provided by the grace of the spiritual master, by your sincere endeavor and your humble attitude and the Lord's benevolence. This combination is unbeatable. And as soon as you start on this path with this right attitude, surrender at the lowest feet of the spiritual master for instruction, you will be guaranteed success. So read the books by the spiritual master, Bhagavad Gita as it is, by his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the spiritual master empowered by the Lord for this age. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.